0: Welcome to Full Frontal Fatherhood. My name is Julian Redwood and today I'd like to talk to you about how to save your relationship from divorce. If you're watching this video, you're probably aware how hard relationships are. They put a lot of strain on us to have a team that can function through all the intense difficulties of having kids and going through life. We aren't taught how to have that kind of teamwork and all too often the team fails in the face of those stresses. Even though divorce is a horrific process that causes an immense amount of pain, Obviously, the amount of people that go through it is proof of how horrific their relationships are and how lacking we all are in how to manage our relationships and make them survive for decades. So today, I'd like to talk to you about what the problems are and what are some solutions so you can prevent that situation from happening for your family. So the primary reason why our relationships end up in failure and divorce is because we stop being able to work with our partner as a team. The relationship stops being able to handle the difficulties. And usually this is a result of that we stop being able to talk to our partners about the difficulties. Why is it at the beginning of the relationship, it's easy to talk about the difficulties and the potential challenges, but later on in a relationship becomes harder and harder. Usually this is because the hurts get built up and there's a pain has left unresolved. We get hurt in little and big ways throughout the relationship. And if our team doesn't have the ability to talk and resolve those issues, that leads to a bigger and bigger divide in the team. Soon all we see is the person from a distance built up with resentment and projections about who they are. We forget the part that we love and we lose contact with the wonderful person that we originally fell in love with. This actually happens for me with some regularity with my wife. We'll get in the middle of some fight and pretty soon I hate her. I can't believe she's saying the things she's saying to me and I can't believe how unsafe I feel with her. I forget in that moment how much I love her and all I wanna do is get out and run. Divorce looks really attractive to me. Fortunately, I know that this is what happens for me, and at the same time, I'm watching myself have these thoughts, and I don't believe it. I've been through it enough to know that within an hour or two, we will have resolved things, and I'll be back to loving her, possibly even loving her more for having worked through something. But it blows my mind how in that moment, I hate her so deeply, and if I didn't have that solid thought of, I can work this out with her, and I know that I actually love her, and I'll get to that other side, I would possibly go down a road that would lead to a worse and worse situation. It's this lack of information and this lack of confidence that couples have that leads to this split. The second reason why divorce becomes the best option and our team fails is because we are taught to love based on our experience of our parents. When we're little, that's where we get the model for how to be in relationships. We can go on and have girlfriends and boyfriends and relationships that go fairly well. But when you get into a really intimate relationship where you're married and have kids, all your old wounding gets really brought up to the forefront and ways of acting that you can't imagine yourself doing are all of a sudden there in front of you. You're treating the other person in ways that actually have a lot to do with how you were treated as a child. When two people are doing that at the same time, this can lead to a lot of friction and pain and a couple's ability to handle that friction and pain is usually pretty minimal because we aren't taught the skills of how to resolve these really deep wounds and hurts. An example of this from my own life is at moments when I'm trying to hold a boundary with my daughter and I'm struggling to hold that, and then my wife comes along and says I'm doing it wrong and just undercuts that boundary and starts treating our daughter in a different way, it sends me into livid land. It really triggers a deep part of me. Some part of me I can say, hey, you're not being respectful of what I'm doing, but the level of anger that comes up in me in that moment is clearly disproportionate to what she's doing. It's because of my own childhood. And it's because of my explorations in my own childhood that I can understand that when people tell me I'm doing something wrong in a hard moment, I tend to get really angry. These kind of historical baggages that we carry in our life make us obviously far more reactive. And in those moments, if we understand what's at play, we are far more able to handle them and not cause us to lose our ability to be present with our partner and eventually head down the path of divorce. So I want to give you four things so that you can prevent your relationship from ending up in divorce. The first one is creating a space where you and your partner can really talk about the hard things that have happened in your relationship. You may say you've attempted to talk to your partner, but did you really create a space where they could hear you? So often we say something when it's not a good time and it just triggers the person. And of course their defenses come up. But if you can create a space where they're available to hear you, it's deeply healing. My way of doing this is to go to my partner and ask her to listen to me. I say, hey, I'm really struggling with something. Can you just sit there quiet and listen to me while I get this off my chest so I can feel closer to you? By asking her and stating my intention, I'm bringing her into awareness of what is happening for me and thus her compassion is more likely to come forward and she'll be available to hear me. She'll be able to keep her own defenses in check because I've asked her to sit there quiet. Even if she's having reactions within herself, she has to keep her mouth shut and just look at me. Then take that space to really share what's going on for you. Don't worry too much about saying it right. Just get out what's happening for you. Share the hurt. Share your anger. Share your pain. And as you speak it through, it will come to calm down as you go through it all. And if it's not calming down, then share it again. Because there's some way in which you feel the other person isn't really hearing you. Maybe they're not looking you right in the eye or they don't seem really present to you. And you could tell them that, but share what's going on and how you felt hurt and let them hear you. Give yourself the space. So often we cut ourselves off too early after we've said a few hard things and we say, oh, that was a lot, let me stop there. But then we've just said hard things to our partner and it's gonna leave them with hurt. When I take the space to express my hurt or upset with my wife, it usually starts with blaming her But after I've gotten the blame out and some of the anger, some of my own ownership of what I've done can come to the forefront. And once I've acknowledged that, usually there's a lot of love and appreciation that comes out. If you haven't gotten to that level of appreciation and love, at least a little bit, then keep working through that hard stuff. As you can imagine, this often isn't enough. And so the second thing that you may need to do is to look at what your history is. Look at yourself, what's getting triggered here? How does this reflect your childhood or your past woundings? Feel your hurt and see if you can do what you can, maybe through journaling or talking to a threat friend or seeing a therapist to understand and resolve your hurt. The defensiveness that may be coming up within you might have very little to do with what your partner is doing. Or maybe there are things that you do that invite your partner to treat you poorly because of the way you treat them out of your wounding it's likely they're doing the same thing too. And if both of you can look at your history and feel it and explore it, then you stop being so much the victim of your history and start to gain some power in relationship to it. Still, these are very hard things to do. And so the third thing that you need to do sometimes is see a couples therapist. It really helps to have somebody else join you in this endeavor and create the space where you can really hear each other and work through the past hurts, whether from your own individual lives or from the woundings that have happened in the relationship. Whatever resistances you have to a couples therapist thinking they won't help much more, get over it. Sure, there's mediocre therapists out there, but a person being with you and helping you guide through this process can save so many relationships. And I really recommend you look at whatever resistance you have to surrendering into that process and go and get the help that you need to enable you to find the love within your relationship and move on to the rest of your life with your partner. The fourth thing, it's just a little sub-note, what has really saved my relationship with my wife is that since we've had our daughter, we regularly take an overnight to get away and go and experience each other again anew. A date night really doesn't cut it in my experience. You go out, you're tired, eat some food, you chat about a few things, there's not the space to really see each other and enjoy each other in the way that really feeds your heart. When you can go away for an overnight, not worry about the kids at all, have the space to take a nap, have a drink together maybe, talk, talk about what's been bugging you or what's on your mind, connect emotionally, have physical intimacy, sleep, play together, enjoy each other, wake up in the morning, maybe have some room service or some other enjoyable act, maybe a little more physical intimacy. There's that spaciousness where you can enjoy each other. And it's amazing, how every time I do this, I'm shocked at how much more I love my partner, remembering the joy that we can have together, a joy that's really hard to have when the kids are around and pulling on you in lots of different ways. So if your relationship is on the verge of divorce, or you just wanna prevent it from happening down the line, use these four things to make sure that you can have a thriving relationship with your partner take the space to really create conscious communication with your partner so you can have a thriving team when you have problems that are deeper from your own history address your own wounding sometimes get a therapist because it really helps to have a third person in the mix and get really regular fun time with your partner so you can remember the joyful loving aspects as well Thank you for joining me for another episode of Full Frontal Fatherhood. I'd love to hear how you have survived divorce. Please join the conversation below and I'll see you next time for another episode of Full Frontal Fatherhood. Take care.